Welcome back to the Finley Scott Show. In today's episode, I'm going to talk about cancel culture and the dangers of cancel culture and why the left is obsessed with it and why the right is also somewhat obsessed with it, but they're also hypocrites in their views of cancel culture. So let's talk about the dangers of cancel culture first. Tucker Carlson had a guest on a few weeks ago. His name is Mark Siegel. Maybe it's Mark Spiegel. Um, and, and sometimes he fills in for Tucker if Tucker's away or if Sean Hannity is away. He'll fill in. But he made a good point. He said, when you cancel culture, you are canceling a part of history. And when you cancel history, it leaves this void that can be filled with whatever you want to fill it with. And so you're, you're getting an altering of history. You're getting misinformation of history. And instead of canceling, we should probably spend more time educating. So don't cancel, educate. That might be the best way. Well, how did cancel culture come about? On Bill Maher's episode last Friday, he had a guest on. Her name was Charlotte Alter. Uh, she is a millennial. She's a self-proclaimed millennial. He asked her on the show. She said, yes, I'm a millennial. And he said, well, why? What's the obsession with cancel culture? And she explained it very well. She said, cancel culture came about with millennials because when they grew up in schools, there was a zero tolerance policy. Meaning if you get into a fight, you run the risk of getting suspended for 10 days and expelled. If you push a kid off the swing set in elementary school, you run the risk of getting suspended. You bring drugs to school, even if it's in your car, you run the risk of being expelled. So instead of teaching these kids, hey, here's what you did wrong and here's how you do better, schools just threw them aside. Maybe they had to go to a different school if they got expelled. Then they're labeled as a troublemaker. Schools didn't want to take the time to educate. Hey, we don't punch. Here's how we handle our, our conflicts. Instead of saying to the kid who brought drugs to school, hey, let, let's, let's find some kind of program so you don't fall into this trap that can lead to addiction for the rest of your life. Instead, they just kicked them out. They didn't want to deal with the issue. Zero tolerance. One strike and you're out. And I thought the way she explained it, it was, it was well stated. And you never think about it. But where did this zero tolerance policy come from? It came from the parents of these kids. It came from baby boomers who wanted to make sure that their kids were safe at school. And that's, that's a fair argument. But is zero tolerance really the best answer? We never spent time to educate on what was wrong. We still don't want to spend time to educate on what people did wrong. We just want to say they're wrong and then throw them aside. 
Bill Maher brought up cancel culture, and I like Bill Maher's show. And, and if you're listening to this and you're like, well, Bill Maher, you know, he's too far to the left. He's, he's not. I mean, he's got his biases. Everybody does. And, yes, he, he leans to the left. But he also makes arguments against the left and what they do. In his episode, he talked about how San Francisco is changing the names of 44 schools. He said you can't use George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, Andrew Jackson, Abraham Lincoln, Diane Feinstein, just to name a few. Well, let's educate. Let's educate on these on these people. Did George Washington own slaves? Absolutely he did. Was that wrong back then? Yeah, it was wrong back then. But he also was the general in the American Revolution. He was the first president. He issued the proclamation of neutrality in which he kept us out of a foreign war when we were only a few years old as a country. He did some good. So not only should we educate on the good things he did, we should also educate on, hey, this is no way to treat other human beings by enslaving them. Put a plaque outside of the school saying, yeah, this is you know named after George Washington. Yes, here's what he did, but he also had his flaws. Thomas Jefferson, author of the Declaration of Independence. Louisiana Purchase, third president. But he also owned slaves. And Thomas Jefferson definitely knew owning slaves was wrong. In fact, he even issued a statement saying he wanted to free the slaves, but that was met with backlash from the South. He said he was going to free his slaves when he died. He never did. He knew slavery was wrong. But let's educate on that. Let's talk about the good things Thomas Jefferson did. You could sit there and make an argument, well, you know, he said all men are created equal. This excluded women. This excluded blacks. Yeah? But look where we are now because of that. Because of the Declaration of Independence. Andrew Jackson. This was a man who loved his country so much that when he was a little boy, during the American Revolution, a British soldier told him to clean his boots. Andrew Jackson told him no and was struck in the face with the backside of this soldier's sword, leaving a scar. He spent his entire life fighting for the country. During, I think it was 18, late 1820s, 1830s, when John Calhoun of South Carolina was threatening to secede, when he wanted to issue the Tariff of Abominations, 
in which he believed the South had the right to nullify any unjust laws passed by the federal government. Andrew Jackson, who was a Southerner from Tennessee, told John Calhoun, you can't do that. You're not going to do that. He said the Union must be preserved. He wanted to keep this country together. Did Andrew Jackson like chasing Native Americans and killing them? Yep, he sure did. But that needs to be taught. Here's a man who fought for the Union his entire life, who kept the Union together, but you know what? He had his flaws. Abraham Lincoln freed the slaves, gave his life for this country because he wanted to free the slaves. I'm still not sure why they want to bring his name off of buildings, why they wanted to tear down that, that monument in D.C. over the summer. Did he want to free the slaves? Not at first. In fact, he even made a deal with the quote-unquote border states telling them, you can keep your slaves as long as you, you help the Union in the Civil War. But educate people on that. Diane Feinstein, back in the 80s, Somebody took, you know, I guess they had flags in front of the, the Capitol building. Or, or in front of the, the city building. She was the mayor, I think, of San Francisco. And one of the flags was the Confederate flag. And somebody took it down. She said, no, put it back up. It was, a, it was like flags of culture or something like that. And because of that, 30-some-odd years ago, almost 40-some-odd years ago, now her name has to come off of school buildings. And that's the problem. We want to rewrite history. Remember when Kevin Hart was supposed to host the Oscars? I think it was back in 2018. And somebody unearthed a tweet he made nine years earlier, back in 2009, and it was a homophobic tweet in which he said something along the lines of, if he ever walked in and saw his son playing with the dollhouse, he would smash that dollhouse over his son's head. That was nine years earlier. And the problem with cancel culture is that it's that they almost believe you don't grow as a person. You can't grow. As a person, I don't think Kevin Hart made another joke like that in the nine years since. But they held his feet to the fire, made him apologize, and he still ended up not hosting the Oscars. He apologized, but he didn't host the Oscars. That's ridiculous. Do we know Kevin Hart didn't grow as a person? Do we, do we know that he did not change his views in those nine years? I think he did. I think he learned. And if we can't learn from our past mistakes, 
then what's the point of making people take sensitivity training classes? What's the point of making CEOs take these classes about white privilege? What's the point if they're not going to learn from it, if they, if they can't grow? But that's the thing. People do learn. People do grow. And that's what we need to look at. Morgan Wallen recently caught on, caught on video saying the N-word. Instead of canceling him, let, let's maybe say let's take a hiatus. You know, we're gonna we're gonna stop producing your music. We're gonna stop booking you for appearances until you get some help. Until you take some sensitivity training classes. Learn. Learn from your mistakes. Don't cancel him. Do I think what he said what was terrible? You betcha. And there is no place in society to say the N-word anymore. Ever. And if you're if you like rap music and you're a white person, you don't get to say the N-word. I grew up on Tupac and Biggie. And even when they got to that part in the song. I skipped over that word. Or I inserted another word. We don't get to say that word ever. And it's hard for white people to understand that because they embrace black culture. So they hear it all the time. So they think they get to say it. But they don't understand the, the damage that that word can have on people. And it's because white people don't have a word comparable. Like, I don't know if there's a word you could call me that's going to incite so much anger in me the way the N-word would for a black person. I, you know, and I try to think about it. What, redneck? That's, that doesn't upset me. Call me a honky? Call me a cracker? It doesn't upset me. Maybe if you said white trash, that might be the only word close. And it's not even close by a long shot. It is a distant distant second to the n-word so instead of canceling him let, let's educate him because I don't know where he grew up but obviously that word was used quite a bit where he did grow up he probably didn't grow up around many black people like I did so we got to educate him should he know the N-word's bad? Yep, he should. But don't cancel him. Educate him. And I think the NAACP of Nashville reached out to him to do that. Shout out to the NAACP in Nashville. So, so here's the, the hypocrisy. And again, I, I, it's mainly Sean Hannity. And there's even a commercial for Fox News, where they talk about where there's Hannity and he's talking about, you know, cancel culture is bad. And, and it is bad. But here's the hypocrisy. Fox News also wants to cancel people. The GOP wants to cancel people. Two examples recently. First one is Liz Cheney. Republican from Wyoming. 
I did not like her dad. Her dad is Dick Cheney, vice president to George W. Bush. Didn't like him at all. But I've got so much respect for Liz Cheney. She would get my vote. And again, I don't live in Wyoming. I tend to lean Democrat. But I would vote for her because she stood up for what she believed was right. And what she did took courage. You know, there's an old saying, I think it's from Henry Ford, who was talking about life lessons. And, and in it, he talked about how, you know, I hope you get a black eye for standing up for something you believe in. Liz Cheney got a huge black eye for what she believed in. The GOP tried to cancel her. They tried to remove her from her third most powerful seat in the House. Matt Gates from Florida went to Wyoming to tell the people of Wyoming how bad of a person she was. I'll tell you what, man. If I was in Wyoming, I would have said to Matt Gates, get out of here, outsider. Go back to Florida. Worry about your own state. Because there are problems down there. But the GOP tried to cancel Liz Cheney. You can't be against cancel culture and then try to cancel your own. Fox News also recently just canceled Lou Dobbs. I like some of what Lou Dobbs had to say. He's been on Fox News forever. He was the number one show on Fox Business. And they canceled him. Don't know why. I know he was named in a lawsuit from this voting booth company. After the 2020 election, he went after this company saying they switched votes. So he's named in this $1.7 billion lawsuit along with Fox News and Judge Janine and Maria Bertomo. But Fox News canceled Lou Dobbs. And nobody really knows why. Now there may be something under the surface that we don't know. But if it's because of this lawsuit, why not cancel Judge Janine? Why not cancel Maria Bertomo? So yes, cancel culture is bad. It's bad for the country. It's bad for history. But what's worse is not educating people. We've got to take time to educate people on, on what, what historical figures have done wrong. And we don't just need to talk about all their great accomplishments. But we also need to focus on what they did wrong because we're all flawed human beings. But the fact that Fox News abhors cancel culture and yet they did it to their own people, the fact that GOP abhors cancel culture and they did it to the, a House member, that, that's the hypocrisy, and that's what we need to pay attention to. And that's it for today's episode. Uh, if you want to send me an email, it's finleyscottshow at gmail.com. Send me an email, uh, questions, complaints, any ideas for future episodes. But until then, I will talk to you later.